Hello and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and this is a topic that I am so excited to talk about because it's a topic that I talk to my clients about, I talk to friends and colleagues about, but it's not something I've really like dove into in a public forum like YouTube and my podcast where this is going both places. So let's dive in. Hold on to your panties if you're wearing any. If you're new here, because I have recently gotten a lot of really incredible new followers, um, just to give you a little bit more of a background of who I am and and kind of the arc and lead up to the content that we're going to talk about today, which is the new paradigm of feminine magnetism. Um, as I mentioned, my name is Lauren Joyce and my company is The Magnetic Woman. So I help women reclaim their power through pleasure. Now, I, if you would have told me that this is what I was going to do 10 years ago, I would have thought that you were insane because I grew up and I attended 10 years of Catholic school. Now, my home, my parents were not overly religious. However, when you go through an entire decade of your life, the most formidable years of your life, mind you, where you're in religion class five days a week, where all of their curriculum is centered around Catholicism. It is near impossible to leave that uh, experience unscathed and untraumatized. However, now I, you know, attended 10 years of Catholic school. I left the Catholic high school I was attending and, and transferred to public school. And I mean, to say that I was like the quintessential good girl would probably be an understatement. I actually, the other day was discussing with someone, they asked me if I ever forged my parents' signature. And I was like, not only did I not forge any signatures, I never skipped school. I never skipped class, like all the way through college, right? We are talking like deep, good little girl, people pleaser, right? Now, chances are you have similar themes running through your life. The specifics might be a little bit different, right? But we have like good girl, people pleasing, overfunctioning. You might also be an eldest daughter, right? So we tend to like overfunction, overgive, um, overwork. And so after you know, I went through Catholic school and high school, and then I like left the church because I was just like, I don't believe in any of this. And I was like the quintessential work hard, right? Overachiever. I love school. I love learning. And so and I was good at school. So I was constantly getting straight A's. So that positive reinforcement for that good little girl inside of me was like, oh, let me just get another A plus, right? And so I graduated from college, got a job in the field that I was studying, like top of my class in the field, like, you know, very successful out of the gate. And at 25, my dad passed away. I had no idea how to deal with the grief. And so I found myself a few months later in Mama Gina's School of Womanly Arts, which if you don't know, have never heard of Regina Thomas Hauer, aka Mama Gina. She wrote the book Pussy, A Reclamation. Now, she had not written that book in 2013 when I joined her program. And 25-year-old Lauren had never done any personal development to that point. Like, I don't even think I had read The Secret. And there I was, first day of the program, which I want to say it was like five months long or something like that. 
And Regina walks onto stage and she talks about how a woman's connection to her power is her connection to her pussy. Now, everything inside of me was like, get out of here. This is wrong. This is bad. You should be ashamed. Like all the Catholic guilt and shame came up. But something deep inside of me was like, this is what we need. Now that coupled with, again, being the good little girl and being like, well, I already signed up for the course. So I have to come back for day two because in my like worldview and framework at that point, there was no way that I could sign up for something and then just not attend the next day. So as I began to learn about feminine energy and the goddesses, and it was so different, like learning about the goddesses in inside of this container that was about pleasure and sensuality than when I learned about the goddesses growing up in grade school, where we talked about like Greek and Roman gods and goddesses, but it was obviously couched in like, those are heathens. And then the one true religion came along, right? But when I really started to look at goddesses and ancient cultures and societies that revered the goddess and women, it was like something inside of me that I didn't even know was dying of dehydration, like was finally getting water. And so I became obsessed, right? I was reading anything and everything I could get my hands on. I was taking any and every course I could get my hands on. And of course, I found my way into a lot of polarity content. And we're talking like David Data, The Queen's Code. And this is not about specific authors because their work, I loved it when I read it. And I think that they put out incredible work, right? And this is not about them or criticizing any specific person or polarity teacher or anything like that. And so I read this work and I started teaching it to a degree, but always coming back to the same theme that I teach now, which is a woman's connection to her powers, her connection to her pleasure, right? And so then about 2016, 2017, I started really deconditioning, deconstructing the religious beliefs and framework, which then led me to really look at internalized patriarchy and misogyny and really begin to deconstruct all of that. And I was, I was deconstructing that. I began to feel like a lot of the polarity stuff that I had learned was misogynistic, was deeply patriarchal. So cue crisis of consciousness for me, right? Here I am running a, pro, running a company called The Magnetic Woman, which is all about feminine energy and magnetism, which I still deeply believe in. And yet a lot of the things that I had learned about polarity, I no longer agreed with. And I know that one, I'm not the only one having had this kind of like inner conflict And it's not only about polarity work, right? We're seeing this across the board over the last few years. After, during COVID and and post-COVID, right? Like there, we're seeing, you know, the silent quitting, the mass resignation of jobs, people and specifically women really looking at how is I operating in the world? How was I showing up? What was I tolerating? What will I no longer allow myself to be available for, right? 
And so I think it's only fitting that we talk about what I see, again, as someone who has been doing this work for a decade, um, as the new paradigm of feminine magnetism. So let's get a few things straight. One, I deeply and utterly believe in feminine magnetism. There is this unique je ne sais quoi, this unique radiance that happens when a woman heals, embraces, and celebrates her sensuality and sexuality. And when you do that, and when you learn to really live from an embodied space, there is a power and a magnetism that you touch that is not replicated in any other way, shape, or form, right? So I deeply and utterly believe that. And a lot of the things that we've seen out there around polarity and around helping women, quote, get into their feminine are harmful, are deeply misogynistic, right? And if you're here, chances are you have programming around people-pleasing, around over-functioning, codependency, Maybe you're like me, you're the oldest daughter, right? You Chances are you grew up never really seeing women stand in their power or for their boundaries. And so if you started to learn about polarity, and I see this again and again and again, polarity work just became another way that you were trying to be perfect. If I was just feminine enough, if I just communicate in a feminine way enough, if I make sure not to emasculate him enough, right? And that enough is this deep wound of being a woman in the patriarchy, right? Like I, and I can go into this deeper in another episode, but I say like, it's not that you're doing your masculine, it's that you're in a trauma response, and your trauma response is fawning, people-pleasing, over-functioning, over-giving, right? So you're exhausted. And when you hear this idea that like, oh, the masculine takes action and you're like, well, I'm taking a lot of action, so I must be my masculine. It's like, no, you're in a trauma response. And your trauma response is that fawning and that... um flight of like always having to be in action to be enough. And I cannot tell you how many women have come to me and they're like, I don't think I'm being in my feminine enough. And what I've seen a lot with polarity work, especially when it comes to communication. And let me just give this caveat. Obviously, I deeply believe in healthy communication between both partners is that a lot of women in order to try and not quote unquote emasculate their partner are overriding your truth, your intuition, and your boundaries, right? And so for a while, I was like, I don't want to touch anything to do with polarity because so much of it felt so tainted, you know, and we hear stories about male teachers taking advantage of and traumatizing their female students. I'll do an entire other episode on all all or the top things that I like disagree with in terms of polarity content. But the first one is that the masculine leads and specifically that it leads spiritually. Because the truth of the matter is that we're all meant to be like self-guided spiritually, right? We like we have an ability to access the divine within ourselves. 
And that journey of accessing our own divinity and a connection to the divine is is a personal journey. And if any gender is going to be closer to the divine, it's it's going to be women. <laughs> and it's going to be women for a lot of reasons. The first one is we're the fucking portal of life. Like we are the ones literally bringing new life into the world, right? And again, ancient cultures and societies knew this. They recognized this. They revered this. Not to mention, in amongst all of my religious religious deconstruction, where I've gravitated towards spiritually is what I would label as the sacred feminine. Now, in a lot of like polarity work, we there's like a lot of tantra spiritual overtones, undertones. And again, in a lot of tantric communities, there is widespread abuse, specifically at the hands of male teachers, right? That are teaching women how to quote unquote open and are saying like, they're the pathway. So in, in my, uh, focusing on the sacred feminine, what that has meant for me is a return to rituals, ceremonies, honoring of the seasons, honoring of my own menstrual cycle, honoring of the moon cycle, things like that, that no man is going to be able to lead me spiritually into like owning my menstrual cycle, right? Do you see the the dissonance here? And again, this isn't like a all polarity needs to be thrown out or don't listen to any polarity teacher, not at all. But again, for me, I really began to question a lot of it. Look, very recently, and when I say recently, I mean like within the last week, maybe two weeks, an article has come out called The Myth of the Male Hunter, which talks about this massive archaeological study of ancient cultures and societies, right, through burial sites, through artifacts, and this idea that men were the hunters and women were the gatherers is wrong. So not only were women also contributing to the hunting, and not just like squirrels or rabbits, but like large game, but they were ones that were like adapting different tools, they were hunting in groups, like this article which again, came out recently. And when I heard about it, I was like, I have to start talking about this because a lot, again, of the polarity work is built on these premises of like, well, men were hunters. And so biologically and polar energetically, and it's like, no, right now, again, when I started to learn about this stuff in 2013, 2015, that content was working off of the best information that we had, right? And now we're learning more and more and more. And we're in this age of like exponential information where we're just getting so much more information um, faster than ever before. And so I think for a lot of women, like there is something that is drawing you into the idea of feminine energy and magnetism. And yet you're probably like me and you're like, Eh, but some of this stuff doesn't feel good, or I find myself in that not enough cycle. I'm constantly overriding my own boundaries and my own truth in order to like not emasculate the other person. And what 
I have to say, or where I'm at, is we're on the verge of this new paradigm across the board, but in feminine magnetism, right? So in a lot of the content that we've heard and seen around feminine magnetism, it's like soft and surrendered and like, ah, help me, right? And yet, for women like us, women who have been chronic people pleasers, women who have been good little girls, women who have like swallowed our emotions to caretake to others, which quite frankly, I think is the majority of women, but um, that softness is like ex- alluring because again, we tend to be the ones that are over-functioning and overcompensating, right? And over-giving. So the idea of like being leaned back, it's like, oh, sign me up. I'm exhausted. But what we need more than the softness or the, the pathway to the softness is the righteous rage, that like fiery truth is like the part of us that is wild and untamed. And again, those things are not things that I feel personally a male coach can truly hold me through because they do not have the lived lived experience of it. Conceptually, they might understand it, but they do not have the lived experience of it. And so, you know, I remember, this is probably back in like 2017, maybe, I, there was a woman that I did like a certification program with and I was, you know, in this work. She knew I did this work. She was constantly asking me advice. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I have to tell you, I just paid $25,000 to a Tony Robbins coach who was a guy. And she like, I don't remember their name, but like so-and-so, like Joe, whatever, I don't know, um, to teach me how to be in my feminine energy. And my first thought was like, oh, like that's such deeply internalized misogyny. And that internalized misogyny is like men know more. Like though and and it's so subtle and it's so deep and so ingrained that we don't realize it, right? And it's like, well, I want to hire a male dating coach because I want to know what men want. And it's like, we are on the precipice of a new fucking paradigm for relationships, for how women operate in the world, for feminine magnetism. And I'm sorry, but like the only way that that we are going to fully step into that new paradigm is through the feminine leading it, period. Because men and the masculine have benefited from the patriarchy. So why are they going to give up everything that they've been getting? <laughs> you know, and again, even, and this is not an attack on any one person or any one thing, but it's like even the most well-meaning male coach teaching polarity who has is looking at his own internalized patriarchy and misogyny again cannot hold me through the depth of healing and transformation that it takes to step into my feminine magnetism because they don't have the lived experience because they've never done that work before they've never had that inner initiation 
And so next week, I'm hosting a training ritual initiation called the New Paradigm of Feminine Magnetism, where we are deconditioning a lot of these harmful polarity concepts and reclaiming our power through pleasure. So if you sign up tonight, or today, which is July 6th, you'll save $100. This is a paid training because we're going really deep. We're doing some really deep inner work. Um, energy work, mindset stuff, embodiment work. So when you sign up, there's like some guided inner work that you can start off with. Um, and I'm going to be putting out a lot more content, obviously, about this over the next week because I have so much to say and stuff I've been sitting on for years. And like I said, for me, it all started with just like my own inner questioning, like, okay, what's more important, my concern of emasculating a man or me being in my truth. And I think those two things can coexist. I think that you can share your truth in a way that your partner, man, woman, or the other person, whoever it is, can can fully hear it, right? I don't think that when we bring like the fire or the rage or like the sword of truth, whatever you want to say, that it's in- inherently harmful. I don't, I don't think that. But I do think for a lot of women, like if you're sitting there and you feel like, oh, I'm not being feminine enough, or you find yourself like really swallowing your truth because you're trying to be quote unquote feminine, like that's not magnetic. Magnetism is you being your fullest expression and your fullest self from a space of like grounded power and self-trust, right? So that's one of the biggest things that I work on with my clients is really trusting yourself and your desires because we've spent our entire lives being told to override them. We've spent our entire lives being told us that like they're wrong, that our intuition is wrong or we're being crazy or whatever. And then you get into like a lot of the polarity realm and it's like, well, I have to communicate in this way and I need to be soft and I need to couch it in a compliment. And again, for me, it's not that that information is wrong. It's that it doesn't resonate anymore with all of the other personal development that I've done. I think that a lot of it really caters to the woundedness in men and again tends to encourage women who are already used to overriding their truth and intuition to do it, but to slap the tag feminine on it. So if you want to join me for the new paradigm of feminine magnetism, I would love, love, love to have you. Um, If you have any questions, let me know. And like I said, there will be a lot more content coming out around this topic soon. Um, And if you want to sign up for the training, go to themagneticwoman.com backslash new dash paradigm. I'll see you there.